0: Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. You are here with an open mind because that is the rule, not the exception, as I have said over and over and over again, if you've been watching or listening. Today, we're going to talk about equity, fairness, equality in the the workplace. What's the difference between the three concepts? Where are they the same? What is the leader's role in promoting equity, fairness, equality? Can he or she do that impartially without bias, free from bias, Philosophy is a little skeptical. We'll talk about that and more. This we going to talk about an article written by Joseph Clark. He's a educator, a professor at Concordia University, Irvine, in California. I'm going to read a quick little article. He talks about it in a school setting. We're going to kind of try to apply that to the work setting. All right. I hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then, a word of caution you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of Leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of Leadosophy, Tim Wood. Hi, right, friends, welcome back. As I said in the intro, we're going to be discussing a little brief article written by Joseph Clark, again, educator at Concordia University, Irvine, California. He works in or teaches in the Masters of Education program. He wrote an article, and I stumbled across this article. I was doing some research on, I've talked about knowledge, tools, and resources, creating the fertile environment within your organization, within the leader's organization, Fertile environment where people can grow, where they can thrive, where they can flourish, all those things that we always talk about on Leidosophy. How do we create that environment? How do we promote that environment? What are the ingredients that go into a flourishing environment? And one of the things I've I've been working on is this concept of fairness. Uh, You know, the the healthy soil analogy, we talk about what I I think of when when I think of healthy soil, I think of a fair environment, humane environment, uh, a happy environment, a satisfied environment, intellectually stimulated, stimulated environment, technically competent environment, all these things that make up the healthy soil. But I want to focus on, on fair. And when I was writing about fairness or a fair environment, I started kind of mixing words. I started m- mixing equality, equity, fairness So I started doing a little research and I came across this little short article written by Mr. Clark. And the title of the article is How to Balance Equity, Equality and Fairness. And he wrote this two years ago, roughly two years ago, 2019. He starts by writing, he says, I have been a part of multiple conversations discussing fair versus equitable versus equal. I have to admit at this point, even I am confused as the word is so closely related. Leidosophy agrees. I know treating students 100% the same 100% of the time and 100% of the situations is not a good thing. But how do we describe this to students and to each other? So how do we apply this to the, to the workplace? And as I read some of the stuff, and he's, again, he's talking about the education setting, I want you to think about the workplace, leadership, followership. How do organizations deal with an equitable, an equitable environment, a fair environment? Can leaders be impartial? Is it really possible to be impartial, or or is bias always going to creep in at some point? That's what I want to briefly talk about and apply to a leadership concept. So he goes on to write, he says, one of the conversations that gave me pause to ponder centered on the idea of limiting homework, limiting homework, as sending work home poses an equity issue. Someone in the conversation stated that home differs greatly from student to student, so the most equitable place for a student to work is at school. After that discussion, I really started to wonder about what I thought equity, fairness, and equality were because everyone seemed to have differing opinions. So some questions, again, that we can apply here to Leadosophy is how do we apply this to the workspace, number one, right? How do we apply fairness in the workplace? Is it possible? And then what are your thoughts on fairness and and equity and equality? Should a leader place more emphasis on fairness Or on equity or on equality? Or can you realistically give equal weight to all three concepts in the workplace? Lidosophy again is skeptical. So he goes on to say, the author, the statements equal doesn't mean the same, equity doesn't mean equal, and equal doesn't mean fair are made a lot during the conversations. I think the confusion in the three statements arises, even though most people are making the same point is that the conversation does not go deep enough. And here, the author tries to go a little deeper on equity, equality, and fairness. So here's what I like. He starts out with a definition of each, and leadosophy, philosophy, loves definitions, right? Make sure we're all on the same page here. We're talking about the same information so we can move forward. Equal is defined as the same or exactly alike, equality. Fair is defined as just or appropriate in circumstances, fairness. And equity is defined as the quality of being fair and impartial. So I'm going to stop right there. Those definitions, based on those definitions, is it, is it possible as a leader to treat everyone equal? To treat everyone the same or exactly alike? Is that really possible? Is that what we want to do? is that a part of leadership is to treat everyone exactly the same. What about treating people fair? Again, fair is defined as just or appropriate in the circumstances. So now we're talking about circumstances, contextual, law of unique experiences. Every situation is going to be different in the world of leadership and followership. No two situations are ever going to be the same, even if they resemble sameness, as I've said in the past. So we're going to go on. The author writes, equal is the easy one. I think in today's world, it is agreed. People and students are different and treating everyone the same in every situation is not always the best solution. And I will add, Lidosophy will add that not always the best solution. I don't know if those are the right words. I would say not really possible is maybe the more likely response. And here are some reasons. I'll I'll put some reasons forth why it's not possible to treat everyone the same. Dynamic, dynamic mental and emotional states. For example, one minute you can be happy, and the next minute you can be sad, irritated, overwhelmed, tired, whatever it may be. From situation to situation, the dynamic range of mental and emotional states you're going to be in will preclude you from treating everyone equal and the same, even if you want to. So there's one reason. Number two, unavoidable, unavoidable biases, favorites, favoritism, etc. cetera. That's a natural part of the human condition. We can try our best again to, to not be like that, but it's just not always going to be avoidable 100% of the time. A third reason why you will never be able to treat everyone equal, personal values and beliefs. If I value hard work, I will value the hard workers. Right? Values and beliefs. That's just one example. We, we come to the table with many values and many beliefs that influence the way we behave. And part of that behavior is the way we treat people right? Another reason, humans are fallible and imperfect. It follows that the mental processes they use, that we use, will be infallible as well. And that includes, again, our behaviors and how we treat people. All right, so let's continue on. The author writes, in a classroom setting, students need different instructional strategies and modifications to be successful. And here I'll point, that's a great point, right? In a classroom setting, students need different strategies, instructional strategies, and modifications to be successful. Some people learn different ways. In the workspace, the people who work around you, people learn different, they work different, they have different work ethics, maybe all good work ethics, but just different. People have different motives. People bring different values and beliefs to the table, to the work setting, to a team dynamic. Everybody's different. And that's okay. That's a good thing. That's one of the the benefits of having a a cohesive team that everyone thinks a little differently. He goes on to say that fair seems to be pretty straightforward as well. However, it can be tricky as it is based on circumstances. And he gives a really, he gives a interesting metaphor, an example. He says at a restaurant, one can usually get a free dessert on his or her birthday. If I am there and it is not my birthday, I cannot get the dessert for free. This would meet the definition of fair as it is appropriate for the person getting a free dessert on his or birthday and appropriate for me to have to pay, again, circumstances and contextual and situational. And I think as we kind of wrap this up, that's really where I want to stop because I want to talk about, I think my first instincts were correct on the fertile soil. I think fairness is maybe what we strive for as leaders, trying to, trying to promote a fair environment we got to take every situation on its face. And again, every situation is going to be different. So from situation to situation, our decision-making processes might look a little different. We may get different input from different people. And I think one of the key key factors to take away for leader decision-making is that I think to get the most out of a fair, maybe impartial environment, don't always be the sole decision maker, right? Bring in other ideas. If you're dealing with a very complex situation, maybe it's an ethical problem, whatever, have differing ideas on how you're going to handle that and solve that. And then it's not always you making the sole decision on what is the, the fair decision to make, right? Always, that's why I've always recommended having a team of, of, you know, people that are there to help you make tough decisions. Someone you can lean on. Bounce ideas off of. Is this fair? You can ask them straight up. Is this a fair way to handle this situation? And get their honest feedback. I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting honest feedback from somebody on, you know, if you're treating someone fair, or if you had two situations that were very similar with two different people who work for you, and you treated one person this way, and you want to move forward with treating another person a different way, I'm not saying that's going to be the wrong thing. Maybe it's the right way, given the circumstance, but ask somebody else, a a outside party, what they think. Is this fair? Give them the back, background of how you treated. You don't have to give them all the details of what happened or whatever it was, but you can give them generalities and say, hey, this is how I handled the last situation. This is how I plan on handling this situation. What do you think? Is that fair? Is that fair? So I think that's a, a good way to handle that is having a, a team of people or a few minds that you can bounce ideas off of on how you're going to handle a situation. I don't think that's, I don't think that's kind of passing the buck on decision-making. You know, I I think it's asking for help is, is a positive trait for leadership. And sometimes when we're dealing with some thorny problems or sticky situations, especially when we get into the ethical stuff, it's always good to get outside opinions. So, so equal, fair, equity, That's what I think about those ideas as it applies to leadership and in the workplace. Remember, Leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership.